you don't want to be like everyone else you want to be like unique that's actually a different type of motivation that someone can have if they can actually build that kind of lifestyle for themselves the way you react to specific scenarios really can impact the, the team yourself the company like it. if something negative happens not blaming a specific person taking it as a team no matter what situation it's always important to make sure so this is the first episode we're trying this out podcasting and uh, we don't have a name yet don't have a logo that's gonna come obviously when i this episode's posted there should be a name or there will be a name and uh i'm, I'm very excited to yeah. figure out what the name is there will be a logo as well and essentially that's kind of putting me holding me accountable because if there's anything in life is that you have to hold yourself accountable not Absolutely. just from yourself but Absolutely. through your your network and the people around you Absolutely. and me making like i think saying statements yes truly kind of especially in front of people really gives you that that accountability like i can't come to you and say hey I want to do something or I'm going to do this and not end up doing it. Yeah. And then you're going to come back to me. If you see me a year from now, you're going to say, Hey, Khaled, you know, how is, how is, this how is the podcast? Yeah, yes. exactly. So it's yes. like, if, if yes. I don't commit to it, then essentially I wasted my time. I wasted your time and I took up your, your space. So like going along those lines, do you think in your time, like, especially I think from an academic background, you can see a lot of times with procrastination or whatever it may be, that you you wanted to do things, you said you would do things, maybe internally or externally, you've told your friends, oh, I'm gonna work on the assignment today, but then you end up spending a couple hours playing video games or watching TV. Have you had times in your life where you were like, I wanna do something, but I haven't, like I have not done it, or you feel like, not necessarily ashamed, but it's like, why didn't I do this? Absolutely, uh, especially, I think everyone at, at some point in their life has definitely uh, succumbed to that that pressure of like okay i can i can do this a bit later that procrastination right. type of feeling it's uh it's something that i feel like everyone uh, has to but as you kind of get older and you start uh from uh, either you're in high school you go to university or you're in kind of a professional setting you realize what the effect of procrastination is because let's right. say let's say you're working a nine to five and then you kind of waste the whole day and it's 4 p.m and you have that one hour to do your work yeah if you actually pace yourself throughout the whole week and you can finish everything, you can finish by five, for example, and then the rest of your week is a lot more structured to be yeah. able to like do things. So when you get older, those are the type of things that you do realize. I'm, I'm not a master of it yet as right. well. Uh, I would say that I'm still very young within my like, career. And uh, it's, I feel like, especially in our generation, we have like YouTube shorts, TikTok, all yeah, those things, lots of a, a lot of distractions, short dopamine hits. Yeah. So it's very, it's very easy to get distracted. Right. Correct. So, um, from, from that standpoint, it's a struggle, but I would say, especially when you want to focus on something, it's very important to really put everything away and kind of realize what you're actually trying to do intrinsically. Right. right? So like, I want to accomplish this today. So then in order to be able to finish that or have some type of tangible impact uh, in your job work family any any specific type of relationship mm -hmm. uh it's very important to make sure that you know you hold yourself accountable to do that right. because uh, especially within the type of culture that we see nowadays a lot of people try to deflect and if they right. make a mistake it's very important to actually kind of go against the grain and say look like look at yourself introspectively and say actually I did something wrong here. What am mm -hmm. I going to do in order to make sure I don't repeat that mistake? Yeah. For example, and uh, that, and then building constructively on that, because especially even as a from a humanistic type of view, right? 
it's very it's 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 crucial to be able to hold yourself accountable mm -hmm. uh, have friends that hold yourself accountable right. parents uh, even your boss even if your boss it might not communicate it in the best way which is very common you know everywhere yeah. right yeah um it's it's important to really separate with what they're saying and figuring out what can you do as a person to really take that feedback and then move on and kind mm -hmm. of develop a thick skin and like trying to navigate through whatever task or path you're trying to do right so it's it's always up in the air so what would you say like because you mentioned working nine to five and all that stuff like in that example what would you say and you mentioned the boss as well what would you say would be the key factor in maintaining like let's just say you had a boss that wasn't necessarily giving you that accountability giving you that responsibility would you say that you need to assign that to yourself and say hey you know like let's just say you're doing some excel workbooks and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff something that could be done you know whether yeah. you make a python script or whatever it may be what would you say to someone it's like okay my boss isn't holding me accountable i'm i'm not holding myself accountable i have free range to do whatever i want how do you see that prog like how would you tell someone to progress in yeah. that in that situation there's, there's a lot of different scenarios where uh you can basically play this out uh, based on my very limited experience it's very important to be able to go to the person you report to your boss for example right. Uh, this can also apply in like, external to work or professional settings, but you you need to go out of your way and ask them and be like, I gave you this piece of work, for example. Mm -hmm. I need you to give me three points on how I can improve this specific task that I did for okay. the next type of iteration that I do, for example. Um, that's it, You have to kind of go after them to make sure that they hold you accountable. And, and especially when you're young, you, you, you need people to hold you accountable because yeah. then you, you don't want to develop bad habits. Let's say in the workplace, for example, from a culture standpoint, it's very important to be able to hold each other accountable, your mm -hmm. coworkers, for example, developing that type of environment where if even if you are the boss, for example, yeah. or if you're the manager... You can have people on our team go to you on the side and, and say, look, I actually think this might be a better way of doing things and being open minded. Okay. Uh, it's 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 important to be open minded from yourself to 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 want that first. That's so, like the first step. So you're saying basically to 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 Im impose that initiative on yourself. Exactly. It's always always everything in life, work, school, it's everything is pretty much on yourself. Yeah, uh, it's something that I've it's been hard to grapple with honestly because i've always kind of thought that let's say you go into a job you have a mentor they pretty much teach you whatever you need and then you go from there yeah based on my experience it's it's kind of navigating it yourself and mm -hmm. figuring out how am i going to become an asset for uh, your podcast for example okay. how am i going to be an asset for the company and how am i going to really make myself indispensable in the future so that that people can start relying on me and then i can really produce and then progress you know and kind of that exponential growth from a, like a career right. standpoint so it's very important so providing you would say i guess to sum it up it'd be like providing value providing value always it's always about providing value I see. It's and, always and no matter what value. situation no matter what situation it's always important to make sure what type of impact you are having right uh quantification of impact mm -hmm. um and just to maybe give a bit of background for myself uh Myself and yourself, we did undergrad together. We both we, we both did, or both started off in life science degrees. Yeah, and um, especially from my perspective, I think we both we both talked about this, you know, off the pod yeah. as well. But uh, we both knew we didn't want to do medical school, pharmacy Correct. school. It didn't really fit our niche and kind of what we wanted to do. Um, and from my perspective, the way I was thinking was, what type of field or what can I do based on the skills I've acquired, like mm -hmm. through my degree, my undergrad degree. 
where can I really find the biggest quantification of impact? Like where I can see. I have an impact, do something different compared to other people, different right. paths that people have not done, especially where we kind of live in North America. It's a very standard trend where you do engineering, yeah. you know, you get a job and then you kind of, you know, you chill. Yeah. What, what are you going to do in order to kind of deviate out of that path? But mm -hmm. it's like a good deviation, right? Like you're yeah. trying to understand like how you're kind of wrestling with, you don't, you don't want to be like everyone else. You want to be like unique. Right. So yeah. that's something that I always have like thought about and, that really the, the the point about impact like providing value to society let's say in general mm -hmm. because i'm in the healthcare uh, sector providing value to society um that's kind of the way you try to like evaluate things now right so on the, on that note because like like you said you know we spoke about this as well earlier it's like we both started off in the life sciences like health science kind of field you know bio biosciences whatever you want to call it and faculty of science essentially and would you say that like seeing where you are now and like like you said or like like you said you know we didn't want to do med school. like we found med school wasn't the the thing for us pharmacy wasn't the thing for us dentistry all the all the health yeah. basically so would you say that you nece not necessarily regret but would you say you would take back your education or would you have done something differently uh in your undergrad would you have switched to like let's just say philosophy sociology like do you think that completing a degree in something let's just say that you had a change of mind is something that would yeah, you would encourage yeah. other people to do it's a, yeah it's definitely crossed my mind but I'm a, I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason you know okay. there's there's a specific path for everyone everyone has their own like independent type of journey yeah so uh, i definitely don't regret with well, what i did from an undergrad standpoint because even when i think back to it i'm like what else could i really have done yeah. i was i was midway through my degree and i and i really wanted to uh, study economics politics mm -hmm. you know philosophy but then i really thought like am i going to be able to you could you could have an impact 100 percent, but especially because of like the traditional cultural type of mindset that i have is that how, how am i going to be able to have a, a good job a good career yeah. and stuff like that by pivoting into that field i'm sure you can by the way but maybe that's just i, I didn't I choose to go that route mm -hmm. uh, but eventually a a lot of these things kind of really worked out like being yeah. able to have like a life science background let's say being able to understand some random drug mechanism for example right. like if i am in a meeting with someone and they're speaking about what type of drug that they potentially uh are thinking about it's coming to the market yeah i can act i can have a kind of very basic and or elementary understanding so things right. always work out in ways that you don't really anticipate so um i would say i don't regret it but things could always could have been done better I better guess. yeah so would you say for school um because maybe for a lot of us or people even watching or listening um that you you kind of went through school like dreading it saying okay i can't wait till i finish i can't wait till the fourth absolutely. year absolutely were, were you in that boat or were you kind of like hitting school saying i'm so happy to be here right now you know no that was that was definitely not my mindset some yeah. people some people really like school mm -hmm. i've always wanted i've always waited to see what life was like after school yeah uh, especially, you know, we, we did undergrad in COVID as well. So it was a completely different True. experience. Yeah. We finished it off. Yeah. yeah. We, we finished it off during then, but uh, I, I was always looking forward to, you know, being able to either go into education. That's a lot more focused, like mm -hmm. a master's degree. Mm -hmm. I always felt that undergrad was a very broad, it's very broad. You know, okay. you're not really picking up the specific skills that I wanted to learn, for example. Yeah. So, um, it's just, you just gotta 
it's kind of like the process of being disciplined. Like you show up to class, you take exams. Yeah. That's the type of, that's what you learn from undergrad, basically. Like yeah. you commit to something for four years and you actually finish something off. Yeah. That's an achievement for, for anyone that's able to do that because it shows that you have some type of discipline to be able to start a task and, right. you know, finish it all the way. So, right. So in, in that, on that note, would you say basically, because um, something I was thinking about was that like once I finished um, school, like university specifically, and I was into the workforce uh, or even just looking for jobs, it was kind of like I was in, I was at a standstill because it's like when you're in university, you're in school, you have set schedule, you know, at some point you pick your schedule, yep. you get to choose your lectures and stuff. So like you said, you know, you get that discipline. But something I found that perhaps we don't necessarily look at school this way, but it's like the other thing we can value from getting an education is that you, you kind of learn how to build your own structure. Exactly. And I think that for me, that was the, the, the epiphany I had within the most like, you know, I finished school not too long ago, like, couple, like about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the epiphany I had six months ago was I, I just need to find that structure. I need to build that structure post um, like Absolutely. education. Absolutely. Like uh, I finished my master's about, I graduated in June and I was just like, what am I going to do with all my free time? Like, exactly. what, like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. usually I have some assignment to work on. Exactly. You have some person to meet about a project. You never know. But it's uh, like you said, like being able to uh, find hobbies, for example. Yeah. Like I play soccer uh, during the week uh, for uh, or you go to the gym, like mm-hmm. very constructive habits that you build around your kind of work schedule. Yeah. And that actually allows you to really grow in other aspects because you're actually you're not being paid to do any of these right. uh, these activities. You are it's it's very intrinsic, and mm-hmm. that's actually a different type of motivation that someone can have if they can actually build that st- you know that kind of lifestyle for themselves. Yeah, uh, you can you can use those skills. Uh, let's say you go to a new country, for example, you do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very transferable 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 type of life skill. Yeah, to be able to build your own schedule so i definitely agree with uh, with what you're saying yeah for sure for sure absolutely would you say like um along that line is like for people for example who might not who might think to themselves that oh i can't do that i can't Mm -hmm. pick up a habit i'm stuck behind how do i get out of this rut if you could give someone an example of you don't you're not necessarily about your life but if you had a solution of how do i get over that rut of thinking okay like how do i find something to do outside yeah how do i like not necessarily manifest myself elsewhere but mm-hmm. how how do i not only just focus on my work how yeah. do i have a yeah. actually that's the question i wanted to ask is what are necessarily what are your thoughts about work-life balance do you think that's a thing i definitely think work-life balance is a thing uh because uh i work in a, i work in a very uh, small startup um, initially when I started my, like my working for the first time, I was like, what's, what's work-life balance? Like, I don't yeah. think it actually matters. Like, I'm just going to just grind 24 mm-hmm. seven. No one can tell me otherwise. And I'm going to do this. Right. And I, I, I thought I knew what I was doing. Everyone yeah. around me was saying, you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. I'm like, what's burnout? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never really experienced it before, but, um, uh, so then I, I was I was working a lot and then I kind of basically hit a point where I was just like, I, like my mind just basically shut off mm-hmm. and I, I was not even being as productive as I could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's kind of when I realized that by being able to, you know, being able to structure things outside of work actually makes you do your job a bit better because you're as okay. a, from a, from a, 
mental health perspective, I felt a lot more. I wanted to really attack the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, work wasn't on my mind 24-7. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm not the best person to ask this. There's a lot more qualified people that speak about, you know, the chemistry and all those things. Yeah. But being able to, like, do do just being able to keep yourself busy and occupied uh, outside of work, is it's really important because I think it directly translates into better performance as well. Right. So would you say, like, the, the focus aspect of it is something that needs to be trained or like kind of switching that off is like you know i I know some people say like oh Mm -hmm. you know after 5 p.m my laptop's shut everything's shut down my work phone's turned off like do you think you kind of have to maybe have like a physical cue like for example maybe switching a room you sit Mm -hmm. in your office and then maybe you you go down the hall or something like if you work from home it's like yeah go to the bedroom for a bit or you know do something else go to a different room to kind of shut off do you think like having something that disconnects you from that work like yeah mindset? yeah i feel like there's like there's like two questions there right so the, the first thing is how do you shut off i guess yeah. so initially i didn't even believe about shutting off i'm like i'm always going to be available for work basically okay. and uh some people might come to me in the comments like oh you have a toxic mindset but you know <laughs> I'm, I'm taking it back like i don't i don't agree with what i used to think uh but especially from from turning off it's about uh, understanding like look i can actually do this today but it's like 7 30 p.m mm-hmm. it's actually more productive for me to be able to do this tomorrow at like 9 a.m right. and finish it probably a lot faster which is better for me better True. the company for example True. it's better for everyone and i'm and i'm, I'm better i'm more well rested i guess mm-hmm. uh so being able to evaluate it from that um i always used to think like oh if i don't finish this it's going to be the be all and end all for example because you know you're young you want to make an impression yeah but it's not really how things work especially uh when when you're kind of in that startup type of atmosphere which i know we'll touch upon later but it's about pacing yourself you need to be able to pace yourself uh pace yourself so that you don't burn out for example you're not you don't shut off Mm -hmm. and you're able to kind of incrementally grow something from it's like a seed all the way to like a a sprout to like a plant right so it's uh it's very important to do that and uh from from the aspects of like diversifying your environment um i'm a firm believer in that i'm actually against the grain where i actually enjoy going into an office (laughs) once in a while yeah uh work from home is sometimes too comfortable for me yeah but uh, and I'm a very like I would say I'm a social person. I like to see mm-hmm. people. I like to see my team, etc. So, but that's another way that's that's very common. And I've also seen like myself like if I go to like a WeWork for example in Toronto, yeah, I'm able to maybe get more work done that day versus yesterday, and yeah. that might just be purely from an environmental perspective. Right. Or, okay. Or, so it definitely does have an impact as well. Yeah. So you you mentioned about starting from a seed and um and that we touch on the st- startup stuff um later but mentioning starting like the, you know the growing of a seed is essentially what the 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 course life of a startup is mm-hmm. you have a ceo they have an idea they start something up yeah. and essentially take a seed plant it and hopefully um you know push through and and be successful in that industry and like on that note because it's not common for someone less, like i know everyone like we spoke about this earlier is like everyone says oh, you know, go work for a startup if you can't find a job or, mm-hmm. you know, like just go work kind of not necessarily for free, but it's like go work, you know, at a lower wage and, you know, mm-hmm. hustle, like you said, you know, yeah. you, you we kind of get that that impression that when you work at a startup, it's you're working 24-7, you're yeah. always on the clock, you're getting paid peanuts and yes. you still have to do, you have to show up. Yes. So from your view, like what 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 persuaded you to go from 
like to have that nine to five mentality, or like that nine to five idea, job, ideal job to let me try a startup, especially in the health field. Because when you think of startup, uh, for me personally, when I think of startup, I'm yeah. thinking of software companies, yes. Silicon Valley. Yes. Right. Yeah. But that's very glamorous, by the way. It's not usually yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's, that's, that's where I'm trying to like, yeah. deep dive and find out more because I'm very ignorant in that, in yes. that space. So yes. it's like from your perspective, especially from the health, health field, what kind of essentially put that seed in you too hey yeah yeah absolutely it, it kind of goes back to uh i was i was in my third year of undergrad actually and i i honestly did not know what i was what i was going to do yeah. like and uh, i was i was actually trying a different a bunch of different jobs to see like am i gonna like this mm -hmm. did I, I tried doing research i thought it was very slow paced i didn't really enjoy it right so i was like what am i going to do based on that kind of impact point that you you brought up earlier so what uh, what can i do that is really gonna allow me to have a, like a really big impact on on something. You right. know, I don't I don't want to be someone small in a in a big company because I'm probably not gonna learn as much. So yeah. um, that's 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 one reason. Uh, the second reason was, I would say sometimes I'm a bit of an impatient person, okay. and uh, I I wanted to upskill myself as fast as possible. Okay. So when you go into a startup environment, you have often the autonomy to be able to learn a lot more aspects of creating a business, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple examples would be uh, when you're in a startup and you're managing a team, uh, a very you have to be able to ma manage all the emotions for everyone on the team, mm -hmm. uh, being able to establish communication guidelines, practices, all those things. If you go yeah. into a big company, for example, all those things are usually typically established. Correct. And you don't really understand the impact of what that specific type of framework is. When when okay. you don't when you don't have it and you have to really foster that type of culture, then you really value a, a good workplace culture is actually it significantly impacts employees, for right. example. So a lot of those things with regards to upskilling as fast as possible um, I, I feel like personally I've learned so much over like the year and a half that I've been at a startup right. where, you know, you have a lot of ups and downs, uh, be, being able to really uh, control your emotions. I feel like that's something that I've really, uh, really learned the most, Yeah. especially uh, sometimes you could be really stressed out. Uh, you, you spoke about not not letting work maybe even affect other aspects of your life, right. being able to kind of separate it. That's something that I've also kind of learned because even if you have like a not a great day at work for example and at a startup sometimes you can have really bad days or right. sometimes you can have really great days where you have like amazing impact mm -hmm. uh, you you want to be able to maintain a, a specific type of emotional level where you don't go too high you don't go too low and you kind of just you know stay the course mm -hmm. um so i feel like it's it's helped me become emotionally mature from a professional standpoint maybe a personal standpoint but i'll, I'll let other people be the judge of that yeah, yeah. but uh, that's something that I feel like uh, if you want to be able to upskill yourself just as fast as possible, uh, being able to get really into the, the dirty, dirty, being able to maybe establish a framework from from ground up. Yeah, it's just um, then then you actually see the validity behind a lot of these like scientific frameworks and all these big things like agile for example agile very typical software yeah. framework i was like is agile like what's so what's so great about agile mm -hmm. very very naive of me by the way and then uh we really put it into practice and we right. saw real real tangible efforts of development speed communication uh, being able to output features for example uh retrospectives mm -hmm. 
all those things really help keep the team really close knit and really fosters a good culture. So those are the type of things that I've seen from a startup, I guess. So um, you did mention the startup you work at. We don't have to name names here, but like, yeah, um, you did mention that you guys have eleven people now. Yes. Is it you guys start with eleven people, or did you guys? No, grow? it was it was definitely smaller, and we've smaller? been we've been able to to grow, uh, but. Even like interviewing people, for example, like yeah. uh, you can at a bigger company, typically your manager would do all the interviews. Uh, yes. I've been able to be fortunate enough to sit in some on some interviews and see actually how do you actually identify talent, for example? Yeah. How do you identify if someone's really ready for a startup? Right. Uh, you you judge their you can judge their emotional maturity, their professional skills, their personality, how they really deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. So even like when you go into those job interviews and you, and they ask those very you know standard or oh, in this situation how yeah. do you behave like it, it there's actually some truth behind to it okay because it's it, it really the way you react to specific scenarios really can impact the, the team yourself the company like it right you, I, i've seen it so uh it's it, being able to get that that kind of first or primary perspective on things has been very helpful so how many people did the the startup start with uh maybe it was I don't know. They, it kind of predates me. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, okay. But, so but you, you joined a basically a fresh startup almost. Yeah, it, it was. It was like it was established for a bit. Okay. And then we wanted to launch something new, so that's when I joined. But um, yeah, it's kind of. I'm not 100 percent sure, but so uh, it was. It was definitely definitely like zero people in the beginning. And yeah, then, for yeah, sure. Bringing it up, right? Because so. I think w- one thing I would like maybe like if, if we look at other startups as well. Sometimes we see the, their growth not necessarily be exponential, but more. Um, parabolic almost yes yes right where it's kind of like you know you're working very slowly and then yeah exactly you start rising it's it's very rare actually for startups to just have that that clean curve (laughs) yeah yeah, like you're you're gonna definitely experience highs and lows that's kind of more how it is and it, it kind of goes back to that when you have the experience of kind of dealing with those things, a lot of things don't really phase you that as much right. anymore. Even like within like life, for example, if something like happens to you like on this or someone like cuts you off in traffic, you're just like, okay, like moving yeah, on. don't let it affect you. you just, like it just doesn't affect you. Yeah. So it's just, so it kind of develops you like a thick skin, for example, just, just being like level headed is very important. Right. So if you, if you were to say that there's one thing that uh, would inhibit growth, not necessarily for a company, Mm-hmm. but for an individual yes because essentially when you think about it a startup is essentially a group of people a community that is trying to grow yeah you're working for each other yeah, yeah. essentially right so yeah. if you could if you could pinpoint one thing or one activity uh one trait that you can attribute to the the ability to grow yeah what would you say that is so i'll, I'll talk about it from like a from from like a personal perspective, not like a company perspective. I uh, don't want to go too much into yeah, the company yeah, you're, details. You're no, you're no yeah, PR yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm an employee. I like I like my job. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but from a from a personal standpoint, um, the the main thing that I've learned is definitely that it's that emotional maturity that really can set you apart. Like being professional. Yeah. You know, people say like you should be professional at work. Like, what does that actually mean? Right. Being professional at work. It's being able to be respectful to everyone, mm-hmm. uh, being able to, you know, show up with a smile, for example, right. uh, being receptive to feedback, being able to, if, if you're dealt with a problem and you can't solve it, ca- reaching out to other people. Okay. Can you help me solve this? Let's work together and solve this. Yeah. If something negative happens, not blaming a specific person, taking it as a team and then really, uh, really working from it right so it's it's I, I feel like the emotional maturity is very important and that's kind of what separates 
people that are like leaders for example like ceos for example that are very level-headed they don't really make rash decisions uh for me like i would love to work with someone like who who's like that because it's it's like it's very important um so uh not saying that the person that i the, the pe- people that i do work with are not like that i'm just yeah, saying yeah. like in like in general um like you would want to work for someone that is like that because then you're able to like get that constructive feedback constructive criticism as right. well would you say that's like the trait as as you're describing it i would say it's kind of like an open mind because when i when i personally like we mentioned you mentioned road rage yeah but it's like when i'm driving and say someone cuts you off or yes. you know they don't put their blinker on and yeah. you're like yo why'd you do this and you know some people might start screaming hitting yes. their hitting everything yes but sometimes uh, or even like sometimes you're the you you do you do something by accident yeah and someone you know starts honking the horn flipping you off and all this stuff yes and like something uh that i started to practice myself and maybe that's where uh, the open-mindedness comes from mm-hmm. is kind of like you don't know what the other person's doing exactly and i think maybe that's the trait i'm i kind of yeah, tried to get absolutely is that i'm not that not that i'm trying to get any trait from you or anything i'm just trying to genuinely learn but it's like Sometimes when you're in that road rage incident, it's like, okay, well, I don't know what you don't know what that person went through that specific day. For example, being able to relate on like a human level, for example, like you don't know what people are going through outside of work. You never know. Sometimes people could just break down in front of you. And then you're like, instead of being like, oh, why aren't you doing your job? For example, like you need to be you need to say, look, like I'm here to just speak to you because, you know, we work together. Yeah. Uh, it's very important for me to have a really good relationship with you. Like, what's wrong? Like, what's up? Yeah. Like, it's it's very important to be able to sympathize. And I think maybe you're touching upon is like empathy. Like, Essentially, yeah. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah. And, you yeah, know. We're all human. Yeah. We know. I think also being open-minded is a very underrated characteristic that mm-hmm. we don't see. A lot of people are very fixed in their ways. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they don't want to change. Uh, especially when you're young, you want to be very adaptable and kind of malleable and try to see... Uh, what how people work for example there's not one correct way of starting a company for example right so being able to just uh, filter through the, the the good and the bad and then being able to see like okay this is actually this worked here so right. i'm going to actually transfer this to here so you you don't it, there's like a lot of ways where being open-minded can really get you places i think for sure i see okay because i mean when when you're necess- like we're not necessarily like when you're open-minded that does like open you to things and and like uh like kind of i think it expands your skills yeah on what you can do because essentially you're never going to sit there and say oh i don't know how to open up a word document i'm not going to try exactly right a lot of people out like a lot of people like they're not self-starters they're like if everything is not there like in the specific like way that it's supposed to be then i'm not gonna do it yeah it's like, like i shut like you, like shut, you down. shut down like yeah. you cannot do that like you cannot even everything's not no not not everything's gonna be perfect in a bigger bigger company they set you up to work like a lot better like they remove all those micro decisions yeah but especially like when you're young you want to learn you have to really just accept with what you're given mm-hmm. you know be grateful like look i'm in this position like not a lot of people have this yeah and then just kind of running with it so on, on that note, because like when you when you think of like these, uh, if you're into that mindset growth and all that kind of that kind of niche, a lot of the times they tell you it's like, hey, you have to be out of your comfort zone. You have mm-hmm. to grow. You have to push. You know, even when you don't want to, you got to do it. Um, would you say you get that like that similar vibe with, say, maybe a startup where it's like 
maybe you want to do something or you don't want to necessarily do the work some like one day but it's like no this client is waiting waiting on me or my yes. boss is waiting for me you know what yes I mean? yes no absolutely the people people rely on you like yeah people are always relying on you especially when you're in a smaller team uh you have a, you have actual responsibility which translates into revenue impact uh, mm-hmm. relations customers like there's so many ways if you don't do this task for example maybe they're gonna have a bad impression of you like it's right. it, there's so many different ways where your specific decisions or if you don't want to do something can have like big impact yeah and it, it's very important to to hold yourself accountable like you said um and being able to just push through i don't know if that's a, a great <laughs> thing it's pretty it's a very lazy way of explaining things but, yeah, but, yeah but at the end of the day though like it's like you might say it's a lazy way of explaining something, but the reality is at the end of the day, you just have to like just you, it's you, you kind of just you have to do it. You have to push. Yeah, through. I, I think I mean? especially when you're young and you want to grow, it's very important to be like you have to humble yourself. Like, OK, like like I actually don't know that much and I'm going to actually learn from this person who has more experience than me. Right. And, and then maybe by the time I, I'm a, a more seasoned, then I can actually impose more of what i kind of believe in but it's really important to really like take a step back and say look you're young even though you might be in a leadership position mm-hmm. uh you need to even speak to your team candidly and say like i might not know something very specific about comp computer engineering for example and me and you are on a team yeah obviously i'm going to ask you more questions and not just make assumptions and Correct. say just because i'm this person here doesn't mean that I just know everything about computer engineering, mm-hmm. right? So it's like humility is also very important for growth. Right. Yeah. Because you mentioned being humble in a leadership position. Um, and I did see that you were a prof- you became an adjunct professor for a course or two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, can you, like, from, from your perspective, mm-hmm. like, be, from being a student not too long ago, Yeah. how did you find like that shift into teaching and and like what made you say yeah i want to try this um i've always felt like it's kind of like a it's like a duty for me to like give back to people that have, that have okay. always helped me uh, maybe that's something that i've been instilled from like external environmental factors for example but that's always something that i've felt like is the right thing to do always like especially uh in the product management space where, mm-hmm. where I, I work as a product product manager um, a lot of people want to come into the space. It's not going to be, you know, me gatekeeping. I'm not going to tell you yeah. like what to do. It's always going to be like, we can get on a call. We can yeah. talk. Uh, what, what are your aspirations? How can I help you? Um, and um, teaching, I always found it fun to like interact with different types of people. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would say I'm still young, right? So yeah. I can relate, give, give like a different perspective to like students, for example. Yeah. So uh, it's a, uh, it's definitely. Uh, something that I've always wanted to do and hopefully I can continue to do it. But, you know, you never know. Would you say a PhD is in your future or would you not limit yourself? I don't know. But if I wanted to do like that type of theoretical type of teaching, yeah. uh, the the type of teaching that I would like to do is more like hands-on practical, okay. like uh, maybe like career coaching, helping youth from going from zero to one, for example, yeah. like getting that first job, for example. Right. That would be something that I would, me be more interested in too just phd's a lot of commitment i don't know if i could do that <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm sure i'm sure you could because based on your skills and what we know of you men like yeah you, yeah you, you never know you've been up to great things and i'm sure you're, you're gonna do yeah yeah like yeah. many great things in the future and yeah. I'm def- like very that, very gracious of you <laughs> well no no it's like it's it's honest like it's honest just seeing like like us growing up like especially in uni and stuff like 
see yeah you never know what's going to happen right we see each other on exactly. the campus you know we see everyone doing like their own thing and then exactly. you never know then you don't see anyone for like a couple years then you're like oh hey like what's up yeah. like and you see them they're like everyone's doing well it's like nice to see you, right well so, that's essentially what happened between you and i right? yeah like, yeah we haven't exactly. connected in a while and then you know i shot you a message and here we are yeah, and exactly. uh, you know like that that's essentially the the, the circle of life i yeah, guess right yeah absolutely i think everyone that's that's young this also includes myself like i can also i'm not perfect right but right like being humble takes you a long way because a lot of people know more than you like you like a lot of people like my my parents know more than me so yeah. it's just like like a lot a lot of people know more than you so would you say then like in terms of that humility and humbleness and stuff would you say that it's important for someone to like kind of get themselves a mentor or absolutely 100 percent. getting a mentor is uh something that uh, i finally been able to like find people that i've been able to like contact and i have a mentor um it's something that i would always recommend anyone because uh, i went for a period without a mentor and I, i i felt lost and i was like is this is the is the stuff that I'm experiencing? Is this normal, for example? Right. So uh, when you when you speak to a mentor that's a far more seasoned than you, they actually can come to you and say like, actually, what you're dealing with here is actually pretty normal. Like you just need to push on, and then you just need to go do the next thing instead of thinking that the world is ending, everything's yeah. collapsing. They kind of they keep you grounded, and they're like, okay, like it's okay. Mm-hmm. And if and if something. Uh, red flaggy happens for example like they're also they can point that out to you too because they've had a far more breadth of experience so it's it's very important um being able to find mentorship within within your community online Mm -hmm. just even networking with people just like you message me on linkedin for example yeah messaging people on linkedin to say like hey i really like your your experiences can we get on a chat and see like how you got from this step to this step right so um and and the one thing that uh, everyone needs to know is that people love talking about themselves correct so uh when you ask someone like oh hey can we speak about your journey for example like yeah. more likely than not they'll probably say yes right because i was gonna ask that was my follow-up question is how would you like from me personally i i haven't i might have mentors in my life that i'd never associated to be a mentor like yeah. whether it's your dad your mom yes um you know uh brother sister yeah peers you know colleagues you know you never know who it might be but how would you say someone can, you didn't mention to like message out on LinkedIn, but how would you say someone who doesn't know or who, who doesn't know how to identify a mentor, mm-hmm. how would you tell someone, okay, you know what, like, here's how to find a mentor. If you could say, here's a mentor 101 course, yeah, yeah. how would you say how to find a mentor? Uh, a mentor can honestly be anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically it would be like within your field. It depends, like, do you want a life mentor, like a career mentor? I'm assuming okay. we're talking about career. So let's talk about career. Uh, in my specific instance, I was always looking for like a mentor, and then uh, I was I looked at specific events that were happening with like within Toronto because we live in Toronto, and I was yeah. like, okay, there's something called the Toronto Product Management Association. Oh, okay. Let me go to like an event, for example, and like I was able to like meet a bunch of people there, mm-hmm. and then uh, suddenly out of nowhere, they're like, okay, we we actually have a mentorship program. If anyone wants to join, oh, you know, nice. you enroll. So it was like it was like pretty random when you when you kind of go to you like put yourself out there like you mm-hmm. go to these events you know networking for example you never know what is actually going to happen i don't actually have a science this is just basically like if you just like you don't you kind of stay out of your comfort zone even if you're like alone for example in a big city and you go to these networking events and you're like yeah. okay like i don't know anyone but i'm gonna go up to this person and ask them like what do they do right 
that that can that small step can actually have a big impact from you from like a huge career standpoint they might be yeah. like hiring for example like you never know yeah or you even just know. introducing yourself introducing yourself just like getting your name out there being yeah. able to talk to people uh, just talking to as many people as possible like even like in covid for example like yeah. um people couldn't talk to anyone so like you were starting from basically ground zero yeah just messaging as many people on linkedin like that's it's as simple as that it's as simple as that yeah it's as simple as that yeah and maybe like, i don't know i apologize to the people i've spammed but <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you get those uh i know on linkedin you get those like uh sponsored uh yes. messages and stuff um but like on that note like i appreciate you sharing that because like again you know sometimes you might not know you have a mentor in your life yeah but absolutely. if you can identify them then you can kind of like skyrocket your productivity not necessarily your productivity but your your effectiveness your growth your growth and yep. i think you feel then the value you provide because yes. i think once you have a like once you identify your mentor or like if you find like if you find a good one um i'm, I'm sure all mentors are good in, in their own aspects Absolutely, by the way yeah. but yeah it's like you find you find the good traits and stuff and i think that can definitely help you to project yourself to the next level right and perhaps like that's what we all need today in a world where we have tiktok youtube shorts yes all this like absolutely. this attention grabbing things right like you can't necessarily walk down the street anymore without getting a an ad in your face or something absolutely right? absolutely so. yeah it's it's like it's it's like for for everyone that's like young like i'm still young it's just like you have to just try new things it's very cliche yeah. just like you have to just try new things and see what happens like you don't know what the plan is you don't know what's in store for you you just yeah. have to try to I would say make your own luck, maybe even like mm -hmm. a type of way. Like if you put yourselves in different social scenarios, you don't know what could happen. Like you have no idea. Yeah, I, th I think that hits on a perfect, like you mentioning that statement is super important because I think that goes exactly to the point you mentioned where you found that there was this product manager committee where it's yeah. like if you can easily probably just go on Google and search, oh, like, you know, project managers of X city yep. and find out people that are like you or like you said, LinkedIn, maybe yes. find someone's profile and Absolutely. he's the product manager of some company in the city you work in. It's like, hey, can we meet up for coffee? And I think maybe that's the thing is that you have to look for those and you have to put yourself in those situations that will help progress you and, and show you that, you know, you you are like a, you are capable of doing things mm -hmm. and you can do things, you know, because I think a lot of the times, correct me if I'm wrong or even add to this is that a lot of the times people feel unfulfilled in their jobs or in their tasks. Yeah, very common, right? very common. Like, yeah. I think yeah. I've dealt with it in school. <clears throat> I've dealt with like, it too. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, there's like not even like work for me to do today. Like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. I, I want, I want to always like, like I need to, I need something needs to be going on. Like yeah. something must be going on. Right. So no, hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah. Over there. But um, yeah, it's just uh, regarding like fulfillment too. Like um, even like, it's like there's going to be points i'm assuming it'll happen to me it'll probably happen to everyone you're not going to 100 percent love your job right yeah. so that can't be like even if it's not like 100 percent what you want like you gotta achieve that same like contentment and then like push in other aspects you know right. like continue to upskill so basically try to gain as many skills as possible yes because i think <clears throat> at the end of the day it's not necessarily like you're not being paid for like like people might look at it and say okay i'm getting paid for the job that i do but at the end of the day is that you need to extrapolate that and say, okay, just because I'm a product manager, for example, mm -hmm. in your case, or yeah. like mine, I'm in cybersecurity. So it's like, just because I'm a cybersecurity person, it's mm -hmm. like, doesn't mean that I need to stick to this niche. Doesn't mean like you can't be like a project manager. Or, you don't exactly. mean, it doesn't mean like you can't do that. Exactly. Like it's like reach out, 
perhaps like I could probably message my boss and say, Hey, I'm trying to learn more of HR or yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It's like how, how you you just got to put yourself in those situations, reach out for it. It's about that kind of like intrinsic will to want to be able to learn more. Uh, Usually what I've seen is that even like with young people, if you like for myself, like the first thing that I always say to people is that I'm here to learn. Like right. I'm not here. I'm not here for a paycheck. Actually, right. like I I want to learn. Like yeah. I, you know, money money drives a lot of things. I'm not gonna front. Like I I like getting paid. Like of course. <laughs> yeah. Like I think everyone <laughs> likes, like everyone likes getting paid. Yeah. But it's like, what am I gonna learn from this? Because that learning that you do now within let's say 22 to like 28 can really set your career up from 30 to like 50 mm-hmm. because of what you've done there. Just because on what you've learned, and then it right. can even maximize your earning potential maybe like you don't yeah. know right? yeah no that's, that's a fair point because but i think at the end of the day too is like even just having that skill and it goes back to that point you mentioned where you don't necessarily need to be a computer engineer or a computer scientist uh but to just slightly understand of what they're talking about so it's like if you have that idea of okay i i know i have an idea of what this client's talking about mm-hmm. so you can provide valuable input to exactly their work um you know the work of the company and what whatever it may be or even like family wise right like you can always provide value to Absolutely. something through the skills that you learn <clears throat> yeah and it's like yeah. you just have to you just have to adapt your your skill set to the jobs that you're doing right like mm-hmm. obviously like at, at like at home you're not going to be working in excel documents mm-hmm. but you can use maybe some of that and make like a if you're tracking your finances, you can say, okay, well, I learned how to do this and excel yep. at work. Let yep. me apply this at home. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it's kind of just like use your skills in different avenues. And I think people shouldn't just associate themselves with a job, but how would you like, do you think it's, it's natural for someone to just be like, no, I want to be lazy. I want to do this. And that's all I want to do. I identify as the person that does my job and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you follow what I'm what I'm trying to get at? <clears throat> yeah, I, I understand. Um, I would say, like, even, like, myself, like, I would consider myself to be lazy, too. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, like, I can definitely be doing more. Yeah. But it's it's kind of about, like, a, a mindset thing on, on if you want to be able to, like, achieve or have impact. Like, you, you have to kind of snap out of it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, something that really kind of really kind of give me that gave me that kick up the butt is like when let's say we were, we were both doing science degrees and then i was kind of understanding like if you want to get a job they actually check like what transferable skills you have to succeed yeah, in that true. job yeah i'm in a science degree and i'm like i know how to do maybe like western blotting i know how to read science papers but yeah i don't want to even do a career in that so what like how am i going to get a job for example mm-hmm. and then that kind of like shook me to my core i'm like okay like I like I have to I have to do something just just to like I have to gain like another skill just to be able to yeah you know even be employed and try to like, get somewhere right so yeah. it's like sometimes like people sometimes people will be like oh you're very naive for not knowing that this is what a science degree is like yeah we were both like kids right like we didn't know yeah. we didn't know but it's kind of like sometimes when you need something to actually happen to you and then you kind of realize like okay like this is the reality like you mm-hmm. gotta like either sink or swim and then that's it you get it's, that wake up call you get that big like wake up call like you gotta you gotta you gotta basically pull your socks up and go to work yeah yeah essentially at the end of the day right yeah but how like because especially today it's very i think difficult to do that because you can look online and say okay well you know this guy's younger than me but he's he's maybe making so much more than i am oh yeah the thief comparison is a thief of joy right yeah yeah um i I would say that everyone has their like own path like Mm -hmm. you don't you can't really compare like um 
like people could be like working at let's say Amazon right now or Google and they're my age and they're earning a lot more money yeah like obviously like i'm very happy with them but it's like me comparing myself to you it's like it's not going to really achieve anything like Correct. it's going to achieve nothing so it's about like keeping kind of perspective like maybe you have to wait a bit longer and then you can kind of get that type of job later for example so it's yeah. about perspective being patient you know understanding that like it's okay for other people to do well like there's nothing wrong with it yeah like it's okay like you should be actually happy for them that should be your natural humanistic emotion like if someone Correct. does well like if i see you you have a good job like I'm happy for you. Like, right. that's it. Likewise, yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Like, you don't need to have any type of malice or anything, which is kind of some some other things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's about just being, like, happy for people. And then if you have that type of mindset, like, that non-negative type of mindset, then it, it really translates, you know, and it can take you a long way, like, either in your life or personal relationships, like, yeah. everything. Like, just, it's very simple. Like, just... I'm just happy for don't you, make, man. Don't make things diff- don't make things difficult. don't make things difficult. Be just be happy for other people, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because I feel like maybe the the comparison thing is more amplified because of our social media usage. Absolutely. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's, there's nothing wrong with posting like a you on vacation or something. No. Right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's like when you get there's like that that small hint of like unknown arrogance. Like yes. you don't you don't know you're doing it. Yeah. But it's like exactly. oh like look at the purse. <clears throat> I, or I mean I don't buy purses, but it's like yeah. Look at the bag. I hope, I just yeah, bought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at the you know I don't know if there's like some crazy clones out there. You know. Yeah. I, I have my go tos, but yeah, yeah. It's like you know look at this one I just bought. Like, yeah. Do you have this one? It's yes. like you don't have to necessarily be arrogant. Don't be arrogant. It's yeah. not a good trait to have. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's also important that other people like hold you accountable. Like um, whether it be like your wife, your partner, uh, your friends, for example. Friends is also really important. They like put you in your place. Yeah, they put you in your place. Okay. Like they they tell you like, look, like I don't like I don't think you should actually act this way. I and see. Like, and it kind of goes back into that circle of being open minded to be able to receive that feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you actually want to become the best person that you can be, like I apologize for the cliches, but, you know, just like trying to, it's it's a very basic type of human characteristics that we need to have. Yeah. That will, even like if a lot of people did this, like we would have a very different society than what we have right now. That's, that's very true. Yeah. I think, well, I think at the, at the end of the day, a lot of the, the problem with uh, perhaps our societies nowadays is that we tend to fuel ourselves with hate rather yes. than love kindness and yeah like exactly. kind of what we need in life exactly where it's like, like if you see someone doing well you're like oh man like this guy is really doing this like i'm really gonna be better than him yeah like yeah. you you it should be a different type of thing that drives you and say like look this guy's doing well like good for him like what did he do to actually get there like how can yeah. i how can i actually not copy him but like mimic what he's done so i can actually also try to get there yeah can i reach yeah. out to this person to ask him like what did he do like yeah. it should be a different type of mindset to to want to be able to grow i guess maybe i'm, I th- I'm not you, an expert you, no but you, def- you definitely you definitely have to have that for sure because if you don't at the end of the day if you don't have that mindset you're just gonna be like kicking yourself like you're gonna kick the dirt basically all day exactly yeah right yeah but i, I appreciate you coming over and and uh, you know doing this podcast with me and uh, hopefully this isn't the last meeting we have and uh you know we definitely learned lots and for those watching or listening we talked about a lot of things today whether it's growing your mindset finding a mentor you know just living life in general you know trying new things and there's definitely value i think in no matter what conversation you have with, with anybody mm-hmm. there's always a value that you can extract and i think one of the key things that i'm like this is a message for myself first before Absolutely. i say and myself. To anybody right and myself it's like you need to there's always value and good things to come from every situation you have 
even if you think it's the worst thing in the world like even if you lose your job mm -hmm. sometimes there's like wisdom behind it that absolutely you need like that you kind of you might not realize it this week but maybe in a few weeks from now it's like okay wait i got fired but then the company shut down two days later. yeah exactly it's like you don't know what what the wisdom behind it is you know everything happened for a reason like you said but uh you know thank you so much for coming and joining me today. no I, I really appreciate it i I hope this really takes off. I'm very, very honored to even be invited. So like, it's uh, uh, it's nice to see you know where where you've been and like what you've become. So uh, all yeah, the likewise. best as well. You know, it's 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 nice to meet with people that used to go to school with, right? It's always yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, fun. I think that's the thing, right? Uh, sometimes people might be like, "Oh, you drift away after you finish school," but that might not necessarily be the case. Is like, you can always, yeah, you can always send someone a message. Send you don't message. know, what, you don't know what's gonna happen, right? Because yeah. uh, like just uh, like before we close off is like i remember reading a post once where it was like oh if you haven't messaged somebody yeah know that they didn't message you back yeah but it's kind of exactly. like if you have that mentality it's kind of like i'm not saying go out to your contact list and just blast yeah. hey how are you i miss yes. you and stuff yeah like obviously it should be with some yeah like yeah especially emotion. when you miss message people on linkedin it should be like it should not be like oh, I'm, i want a job yeah. It should be like I I want to learn about this. Like yeah. it needs to be productive. So right? the same goes back to what you're saying. So it's like it's it's not necessarily that you have to be like oh just because I have you haven't messaged me yeah. I shouldn't be like I I don't need to talk to him. Mm -hmm. Right? It's kind of like if we expand our horizons. It's like yo I haven't seen you in a while. Yes. Let's meet up. Let's talk about exactly. it. You know, like let's see how each other are doing. You know, and like let's let's bring that community back together. Right? And Absolutely. I think we spoke about this earlier. It's like bring that computer back to that back together and. Essentially, that's for everyone, right? Because we're so diverse here in the West. It, there's no point for us to sit and sit in our own corners and, mm -hmm. you know, cheer each other on when we can cheer everybody on and Absolutely. grow as a community, grow as a society. So Absolutely. thank you so much, Yusuf, for being here today. No, I really appreciate and, it. Uh, thank you. You know, hopefully hopefully, uh, one day there'll be a, a studio and We'll oh yeah there, absolutely know? i'm I'm waiting for it you're waiting, waiting for, for it, it. no so now, not now one I, day now it's going to happen yeah so he's holding me accountable <laughs> to this it's going so, to it's going to happen yeah i know i have to push hard and, and get this over so like what Yusuf's saying we need to have to, we need to have a studio so like and subscribe uh you know if you like the podcast share it with your friends and family if you found it productive let us know uh, if you're watching on youtube let us know in the comments i'm not sure if you can comment spotify i don't really use it but um i don't think so yeah essentially comment on youtube though. yeah comment on youtube share it around and let people know about this because you know uh, i'm trying to grow it like i'm trying this initiative and trying to grow it and you can be a part of that as well and i think that's the key here it's like grow community and as long as we all work together uh we can get someone there and if, if you if someone who's watching has someone that they'd like to have in the seat here um definitely let me know send me a message uh, whether it's on linkedin or whatever it may be and uh, hopefully we can set that up and Thank you, Yusuf, for being here, and no, hopefully you. Uh, you. everything's going well. And if you have a last, like, one more message you want to let the fans and everybody listening know, if there is a fan out there, uh, keep an eye, keep an eye on this podcast. It's going places. Got to okay. keep an Thank eye. Thank you. <laughs> no, but for yourself, like, is there anything like you know? Final message. Uh, just keep holding yourself to hold hold yourself accountable, and that starts with myself too. Like, we're not perfect, but yeah. just uh, keep keeping yourself uh, grounded and understand like what you've done wrong today, and then you just build upon it. And that's mm -hmm. it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for watching and see you guys in the next one.